Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, July 18th, 2019. I have some new glasses. As you can tell, I can see a lot better. Uh, my eyes turned out to have strengthened <laughs> over the last uh, seven years since my last spectacles prescription. But anyway, there's some news that probably fell right off your lamestream corporate media favorite network. Uh, it's really very interesting news, bad news for Deutsche Bank and bad news for Europe. This is a zero hedge article that I have been getting sent to me from all over the world, including some uh, highly placed financial analyst type people and one of them said that uh, this is sort of the beginning of the end um, and I'm I'm taking that in a hopeful sort of confined sense but we'll see the articles titled bank run Deutsche Bank clients are pulling one billion dollars a day but this is an unusual bank run, um, and we're going to get into this. Uh, I want to read several paragraphs from this article, beginning right up front with a few paragraphs, uh, skip to sort of the middle of the article and towards the end. Listen very carefully, folks. Quote, there is a reason James Simon's Rentec is the world's best performing hedge fund. It spots trends, even if they are glaringly obvious, well ahead of almost everyone else, and certainly long before the consensus. That's what happened with Deutsche Bank when, as we reported two weeks ago, the quant fund pulled its cash from Deutsche Bank as a result of soaring counterparty risk. And we'll get back to that in a minute. Just days before the full and to many devastating extent, of the German lender's historic restructuring was disclosed and would result in a bank that is radically different from what Deutsche Bank was previously. In any case, now that Rentec is long gone and questions about the viability of Deutsche Bank are swirling, yes, it won't be insolvent overnight, but like the world's biggest melting ice cube, there's simply no equity value there anymore. Let me repeat it. There's simply no equity value there anymore. Everyone else has decided to cut their counterparty risk with the bank with the 45 trillion euros in derivatives. And that's at the center of this crisis. I've been, I've been urging this over and over. It's all of those bad derivatives and securities bundles, tranches that are sloshing around in the system that's the problem. And it has not gone away since the meltdown and the bailouts. This is, in other words, part of all of that same story. And according to Bloomberg, Deutsche Bank clients, mostly hedge funds, have started a bank run. Listen to that. Hedge funds. This is not your average depositor. These are the major investors pulling out of Deutsche Bank, have started a bank run which has culminated with about $1 billion per day being pulled from the bank. As a result of the modern version of this bank run, 
where it's not depositors but counterparties that are pulling their liquid exposure from Deutsche Bank on fears of another layman-style lockup could freeze their funds indefinitely. Deutsche Bank is considering how to transfer some 150 billion euros of balances held in its prime brokerage unit, along with technology and potentially hundreds of staff, to the French banking giant BNP Paribas. Skipping a bit here. Here are, the here are the dynamics in a nutshell via Bloomberg. Deutsche Bank CEO Christian Suing is pulling back from catering to risky hedge fund clients. Let me read that one again. Deutsche Bank CEO Christian Suing is pulling back from catering to risky hedge fund clients. Edom asked running a prime brokerage as he attempts to radically overhaul the troubled German lender, while BNP CEO Jean-Laurent Bonaf wants to expand in the industry. So in other words, what they're doing is they're shuffling all of that prime brokerage counterparty risk from Deutsche Bank to BNP Paribas. Okay, Deutsche Bank, in other words, has said, we've had it, we're out of this business, and that's what's begun this run. Okay. A deal of this magnitude would be a stark example of the German firm's retreat from global investment banking while potentially transforming its French rival from a small player in the so-called prime brokerage industry to one of Europe's biggest. <laughs> in other words, nothing's being fixed. The, the financial capitalists are still wanting to play the game, but they just don't want to play it with Deutsche Bank anymore, <laughs> okay? They, they want to play it with BNP Paribas. Continuing, quote, of course, publicly telegraphing that Deutsche Bank is in dire liquidity straits, that means they haven't got the money to cover all of these hedge funds that are now leaving, and needs an in-kind transfer of its prime brokerage book would spark an outright panic, and so instead the story has been spun far more palatably. Edom asked, quote, BNP is providing continuity of service to Deutsche Bank's prime brokerage and electronic uh, equity clients as the two companies discuss transferring over technology and staff unquote, according to a July 7th statement. The ultimate goal of the talks is for BNP to take over the vast majority of client balances, which are slightly less than $200 billion currently. That's dollars. There's just one problem. <laughs> Thank goodness, folks. <laughs> There's only one problem here. <laughs> Don't you just love this? I, I got to tell you. <laughs> There's just one problem. Nothing is preventing these clients who would forcibly be moved from a German banking giant to a French banking giant from redeeming their funds. In other words, okay, we're going to try and roll over all that prime brokerage counterparty business to BNP Paribas, but there's, as the article says, they could leave BNP Paribas too. So in other words, uh, what this article is really telling me is that the whole banking system, in the European Union is looking mighty iffy. And what's happening, you'll please, please note this, is liquidity, cash, is leaving that system as these hedge funds are pulling out of it. Now, where they ultimately end up going is going to be the key here. They could go to the United States. 
Or they could go to China, essentially, okay? And my guess is, hmm, we're looking perhaps at a uh, little bit of my hypothesized behind-the-scenes economic warfare going on once again. And my guess is a lot of that's going to go to the United States, not China. Anyway, continuing. There's nothing preventing them from moving their exposure for now, which is why they are suddenly scrambling to do it before they are suddenly gated. <laughs> okay. Now let me skip down to one last paragraph in this article. Quote, to be sure, Deutsche Bank's hedge fund balances have been declining throughout the year as speculation swirled around Suing's intentions for the prime brokerage, but the rate of redemptions was far lower than $1 billion per day. Now that the bank jog has become a bank run, the next question is how much liquidity reserves does Deutsche Bank really have, and what happens if hedge fund clients suddenly spook that they will be the last bag holders standing, pull the remaining 150 billion euros all at once, <laughs> unquote. Now, folks, as I've said, just to kind of summarize here, this is this story, you'll notice, has not been being talked about very much uh, on the lamestream media, particularly in the United States. I can't speak for a lot of you members that are in Australia or Canada or various places in Europe, Japan even. Uh, but I can tell you, it's not being talked about very much here. It's all... Uh, it's all about, you know, the squad, you know, these four crazy socialist nuts <laughs> that, that we have in Congress. But this, be, believe me, folks, this is huge. Now, as I said, what I think this means is they're trying to keep this business somehow inside the European Union banking system. But as this article points out, they attempt to roll all of that business into BNP Paribas is itself dodgy because there's there's no guarantee that all of these investors are going to stay with them with BNP Paribas acting as uh, prime counterparty here. So that's number one. This is a crisis that could quickly engulf the European banking system and therefore the European Central Bank. Now, why is that significant? Because I think this is a huge part of the story lying behind the scenes of why Italy Hungary, Poland, all of these countries in Europe have been trying to repatriate their gold because they realize that the financial banking system there is that wobbly and they're going to need something else until a different, and I can hear it coming, folks, this, this crash, I think, ultimately is going to be the thing that signals the crack up of the euro and something that I've been predicting that may reemerge in its place, and that is a return to more regionally-based currencies like the old snake arrangement, the exchange rate mechanism that led to the euro in the first place that was a much smaller uh, currency, common currency zone. And even that zone, you recall, had its currencies. Nations kept their national currencies, but they were simply pegged to the strongest regional currency, which at that time, of course, was the Deutschmark, all right? So I think this is another signal here that the EU and the euro could unravel very, very quickly. It's going to be very interesting to watch now how the European banks, and particularly the European Central Bank, uh, decide to resolve this crisis. But Deutsche Bank is floundering, and from the way that this article is putting the flight of liquidity, 
it simply might flounder altogether. And that means a lot of other banks are going to go under with it. Um, but this, the problem that people have to understand here, Deutsche Bank was not the only bank with major exposure in prime brokerage counterparty risk out there. It was not the only bank speculating heavily, all right, in the financials markets. And this is the problem. Uh, we go all the way back to the previous German finance minister, uh, Wolfgang Schäuble. There's no way forward. That's not a reform. The debt-based system has run its limit, and so on and so forth. So in other words, this is all part of that financial story that we've been living with and under uh, all the way back at least to the Clinton administration and uh, at least as far as, as the bailouts. This is going to be a European uh, phenomenon at first, but trust me, there are going to be worldwide ripples because where is all that liquidity in the system going to go? And most importantly, you'll notice something that even in the zero hedge presentation of this story gets dropped, it gets mentioned, and then it gets dropped. And that's all the de derivatives sloshing around on the books. They're at the center of this, and no one is talking about it, and no one is proposing a solution. Now, you know what my solution is? Uh, I've been arguing that space is the way that they plan to write all of that off of the books, but that means they've got to do it in a hurry, and that's what we see. So anyway, a huge story. Uh, I, I've put the links for you. Um, there is no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, I was mistaken last week in the news and views. I didn't check my schedule. I thought I had scheduled the vid chat for tomorrow. It's actually for a week from tomorrow. So I hope to see all of you then. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> watch Deutsche Bank, folks. And remember, watch Italy. And we'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.